Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 27 of the Building Strength Podcast. It's your host, Theo Lim, coming at you today on this beautiful Thursday evening. I'm sitting in my backyard. First time recording in my backyard and I'm digging it. It's nice and cool right now. I live close to a laneway, so you guys might hear some cars passing by. There's a basketball court back here as well, so you might hear some of that. But really, just been taking advantage of this beautiful weather. And I hope you guys are as well. So I hope you guys are having a good week, having a strong week. Setting yourself up for a strong weekend as well. I know a lot of you out there, just like me, you hustle harder on the weekends and it will pay off we just got to keep going at it so while everyone else is resting let's keep at it so just to give you a rundown of my day i like giving you guys a recap of the day today's thursday so that means this morning at 6 30 a.m i had a session small group session And then I took an hour or two to relax, and then I visited my girlfriend, dropped off a lunch for her, and then I went to Mayo Detox Performance. I ran a noon session there, and it was crazy busy. It hasn't been that busy for a noon, for a 12 p.m. class. We had 21 or 22 people. It was wild. We usually average 10 to 12 in those 12 p.m.s. There's, see, people drive through this laneway here and they're always jamming good music. Always lit around here. So we had the 12 p.m. session and then I chilled with some of the peeps I work with at Mayo for an hour or two. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty chill. I drove back to this side of the city and I ran a 445 and a 6.15 p.m. small group session. So now we finished that, and now I'm recording this podcast. I'll upload it. After the podcast, I do want to get some basketball in, so I'm probably going to head over to the court. I'm feeling like I got good energy going. So yeah, that's a recap of my day. Pretty relaxing day. Um, I've just been pretty good about setting up my programming for my clients well in advance like before I would do Monday and Tuesdays sessions I would do the programming on Monday and then Wednesday Thursday came around and I had to do those too so I'm just getting a bit better at doing half the week so Sunday night I'll do Monday and Tuesday and then Wednesday during the day I'll set up my programming for Wednesday Thursday Friday and that keeps it that like that's a lot better than doing it more frequently it's just that i can roll into the next day without knowing that i'm i can roll into the next day knowing i'm already set up for it so really what i've been finding is that building better systems in life makes everything a lot better So what I mean by building systems, basically building routines, building habits, 
things that you just do and these things will prepare you so and ultimately it's gonna make life easier so for example writing out my training programs well in advance knowing which days I'm gonna do it and doing it on those days that's like that system for the training program and now I can roll into I rolled into Wednesday Thursday Friday stress-free I already knew that I had the program set up so when I showed up at the gym pulled out my sheet and we're good so that's a lot better than not having that system set in place and then there's just that constant stress or constant um, anxiety that's like looming over you about that thing you have to do so I'm sure you guys have dealt with that or currently deal with it I mean again I'm not perfect I'm always just constantly trying to bet trying to get better just a little bit every single day so other systems I've recently built into my life I I've talked about my daily checklists my weekly goals my monthly goals my quarterly goals oh so now I'm doing I talked about the reading two pages per day currently doing that that's been going pretty well another thing I want to build into my daily life more is routinely taking my supplements um, I'm pretty bad with that I've always been pretty terrible with consistently taking supplements that's I guess why I've never really gotten into it so current supplement stack is zinc and magnesium that's for the sleep I have the D3 vitamin D3 I have a multivitamin I don't think the multivitamins actually that necessary because I'm eating so well but I just had some leftover so I'm just finishing it off I have a liver cleanse supplement it's got a whole bunch of good stuff primarily just turmeric right turmeric curcumin and my last one I've taken this on and off for a couple of years now and I really enjoy it I think it's a what's the word a nootropic I don't have too much knowledge about it, but I take Hooperzine A. Hooperzine A. Um, if you guys have heard of that, if you haven't, it's a like a memory supplement. Um, basically, people with Alzheimer's or long-term memory issues, this supplement has shown to really help them with that long-term memory. And it's actually helped me a lot too. I used to use it primarily for school. Just like, because there's so much, so many things to read. Um, so many things to remember. And I really did find that that helped a lot. So that's currently my supplement stack. Very simple. Zinc, magnesium, vitamin D3, multivitamin, and huperzine. Um, ideally, I'd like to be taking creatine. But I, again... I can barely take my supplements on a consistent basis. So back to the systems. So now I'm the system in place for that is I'm going to take that after my last meal. And it always crosses my mind. But what usually happens is that I eat, I finish eating and then, okay, I'll, I'll take them later before I go to bed. 
But you guys know the deal. That never fucking happens. So that's another system I've put in place. Reading two pages. Taking my supplements. And now it's just... It's just building that consistency within these systems, right? There are a couple more, but I've like... There are so many things I'm trying to improve. And I know... I try not to do so many things at once because then none of it improves. So just a little thing, like one or two things at a time, make sure you lock those things down and then move on to the next habit that you want to bring in. Actually, if you guys, I think this will benefit a lot of you guys. My favorite Instagram account, the handle is at before 5 a.m. And I know a lot of you guys already follow him. Again, at before 5 a.m. His name's Joe Duncan. He does like motivational stuff, um, inspirational stuff. He's very, he posts very frequently, like two to three times a day. So for me, that's like always a good reminder. And why I brought that up is that currently he's doing a mid-year review of our own performance for the first half of 2018, right? Because as you guys know, June is coming to an end. We're moving into the second half of the year. So he's doing a five-day mid-year review. Today was day number four. Tomorrow, I believe, is the last day. So I've been doing that on the daily. And again, like I said a couple episodes ago, if you're not reviewing your own performance, who's going to do it for you? So that's why I'm doing it. Um, And I've just really been into reviewing my own performance I think acknowledging the good things that we've been able to achieve as well as acknowledging our weaknesses or where we think where we think or where we want to improve is very important because I think in our heads we all know what we've done well and what we haven't done well probably more so on the what we haven't done well and what we think we need to improve on. I think um, just the nature of our lives were probably more on the negative side. And it was a very good exercise. Like the first day was to write down all the things you've accomplished in the first half of the year. It can be a small thing or not. It doesn't have to be. So the first day is review all the things you've done well the first half of the year. And I think what happened with me, this is what happened with me. I was starting to write things down and I said, oh shit, I totally forgot that I did that. And that felt good, right? And then that first day, the second half was write down the things that you want to improve on. And for me, those came out very easily because like, I think for me, those are things I think about a lot where it's like, fuck, I can do that better. Or shit, I can do that one, that other thing better too. So for me, it was like I kind of sugarcoated my accomplishments. And so that was a good exercise to bring those to light, bring those to the conscious mind. So day one, I highly recommend you guys do this. Um, Again, the Instagram is called at before 5 a.m. If you guys look look them up, you'll find it. But I'm going to go through it right now because this is what I've been doing. So day one. Write down all of your accomplishments on the first half of 2018 
as well as write down the things you want to improve on. So, day two. Sorry, I think my parents are video calling me. Never mind. They're in Montreal right now. I'll get into that later. So day two was vision, purpose, and goals. So step one, work on your vision. Look at the big picture and answer the big questions. So get ready for this. Guys, this is a big, big thing right here. If you have a pen and paper, you got to take notes. Number one, to ask yourself, what is your purpose? Number two, what do you want to create? Number three, what type of person do you want to become? Number four, what would you like your craft and calling to be? Number five, what will your contribution and legacy be? So that was step one. Step two, once you've had a good hard think about your vision, let's take a deeper dive into everything. So set clear goals that will drive you towards those big questions. And it doesn't have to be a massive list of goals. Three or four very purposeful, very powerful goals is quite enough for this next six months. So write down three or four things that will align with your vision, your purpose, what you want to create, how you want to be remembered. Those goals should align with that vision. And number three, now it's time to reverse engineer those goals. You got to do your research, figure out exactly what you need to do in order to achieve those goals that you just wrote down. So that was day two. That was a pretty big day, very deep day. Take your time with that. And with all this, have some fun with it. Okay, number three. This was yesterday. Routines, habits, and rituals. So first step is by looking at your current routines and habits. Break your day down and look at how you're investing your time, your energy, and your resources. And once you know how you're currently operating, then you can start to make changes. So the second step is now to sit down and come up with new, better, and more effective habits that will replace your current ones. So as I was saying about creating systems, creating new routines and habits, that's what this is all about. So think about the the way you currently operate during your day maybe you can improve on like for me personally I have a bad habit of when I get home from my evening sessions it's nine o'clock I've usually been up since five o'clock I'm tired and I just want to chill so I kind of just end up chilling in my living room playing video games watching television and I usually do that till about 12 a.m. So that's a solid two to three hours every day where I'm kind of not being productive. And although it, it's not always about being productive, for me personally, I know I can use that time better. 
as in playing video games not necessarily bad but for me i think i can set myself up with a better evening routine just like maybe reading instead of playing video games maybe um, having a set time to go to bed so for me those are my weaknesses those are the glaring things in my routine that are, i would like to that i would like to fix that brings us to day four which is today day four is going to be all about tidying up and getting organized so what he's saying is tie up the loose ends in your life maybe there's that one thing that you've been meaning to do for a long time and it just hasn't happened for me now that i say that it's my airbag um honda came out with a recall for the airbag i haven't done it it's been a long ass time so loose ends like that or maybe there's a gym membership or a second gym membership that you've been waiting to cancel just cancel it or so loose ends paying your bills anything right tidy up get organized and then also in terms of getting organized tidying up your workspace so you know if the workspace is cluttered the mind's going to be cluttered so tidying it up getting organized day five is tomorrow it's going to be an action plan for the next 90 days and eventually the next 60 days so i'm pretty excited about that i'll get that done tomorrow so again guys this is the mid-year review um, I think it's very effective. I think it's very important. Again, if you're if you're not currently happy with how things are going, this is definitely something that will help you get right on track or get on the right track. So that's what I've been up to. Um, I wanted to mention that I want I always want to share what I'm currently doing that I think will better myself because you guys will probably benefit from it as well. And again, I'm not saying like, I never think that like I'm perfect or I have all my shit together. I really don't like, I, I really, really, really don't. <laughs> so I'm always just working on that. Um, it's a constant, it's a very constant uh, process, right? Just day by day, just doing it a bit better operating a little better interacting a little better loving a little better being just a bit kinder being a bit more patient you know really small things small changes every single day and just i think the important thing is reflecting on it because i think if you don't reflect on it then you've never really acknowledged it and then how can you make a change if you haven't acknowledged it right so what I really have developed with this podcast, what I've really enjoyed by doing this podcast, not only is the feedback great from you guys, I really love that, but I think a lot of it is, I'm doing a lot of this just for me, right? Although I'm presenting these topics and saying that I think it will help you, and I really do believe these things will help you if you're in the right frame of mind, right? But for me, this is like 
super therapeutic. Like I've shared a lot on this podcast. I've shared a lot about my family. I've shared a lot about my personal life and my struggles. And sometimes I am kind of hesitant. Like I'll say, I'll do a whole podcast and I'll share a lot with you guys and I'll post it up and I'm sitting there just like, oh God, um, did I share too much? Like, did I say too much? Should I not have said that? And for me, I think like that's just the way I've always been. Like I, I enjoy sharing what I'm up to and I really enjoy hearing what other people are up to. Um, I like that deeper conversation. I like that, the more meaningful conversations, right? So for me, simply recording this podcast has been super therapeutic for me. Uh, and in terms of getting better every day, I really do think that I didn't intend for my podcast title to be Building Strength. Or I didn't think that it would be so accurate. You know, I really thought it would just be about strength training, um, about lifting, about training. Very training oriented. But now it's become like very life oriented. And I think it's just the natural evolution. Because as a strength coach or as a coach in general, I've found that a lot of times it's not even about the training anymore. Like when I'm helping someone, it's rarely, like if they're training with me, the training's solid, it's down. Obviously it's gonna keep getting better, but like that's down, there's no problem there. Let's talk about everything else outside the training. So I found like a lot of times it's just become very like lifestyle coaching-esque where I'm just helping people make small changes in their daily life. Uh, whether it's nutrition-based, whether it's nutri- nutrition... I just said that. Whether it's nutrition-based, whether it's movement-based, or whether it's just like self-talk, self-love, self-care-based. Like, I've really found that training... Okay, training's down. Let's talk about the other things you're doing in your life. So I really didn't intend for the podcast to be so life, self, um, self-development based. That's just what I'm dealing with at this moment in time, right? And what I've been dealing with and what I probably will continue to deal with. So for those of you listening, I hope you really do take away at least one thing every podcast I really do hope that I'm able to make some kind of impact whether that's some kind of actionable step regarding life or training or whether that's just you um, realizing that other people are struggling as well so by me sharing my struggles by me putting myself out there being vulnerable I hope that you're able to connect with me, realize that we're just dealing with the same thing. And I hope the way I'm dealing with it can help you deal with your thing. And on your end, like, please hit me up, message me, share, share with me your struggles. Or if you want someone to talk to, I'm here.
so one big milestone that I wanted to talk about um, was that my parents right now are in Montreal. So this was their first travel experience post brain injury. So again, as a lot of you have known, or maybe you're a new listener, my father was in a motorcycle accident over two years ago and he suffered a huge uh, traumatic brain injury. So it's been a process. It's been a really big struggle. And yesterday morning, they flew to Montreal. It's a short flight, but that's a really big step because they weren't they weren't really sure how he would respond to the flying, how he would respond to that altitude or the stress of traveling. Early morning at the airport, long flight, well, short flight in this case, and then traveling to the Airbnb. So super proud of them. Um, it's just fucking awesome. They're, they're sending me pictures. They're sending me videos. And it just like, it's super awesome that, you know, they've built up their strength physically, emotionally, uh, mentally, and they're now in Montreal. They're staying there for, I think, two more days. I believe this was like, of course, my like a vacay is much needed for them. But I really do think it's kind of a stepping stone into a bigger travel. I My father has been talking about going back to the Philippines for months now. And he's like, he's really set on going back. It's just that will be a really, really long trek. So this was kind of a stepping stone to get to that point. So super proud of them. Um, it's just fucking awesome. Like... And, yeah, I actually read, like, in one of my books that I use quite frequently, there's actually a journal entry from, there was a time in the hospital that I was, it was a tough time for everyone. It was very early stages of this whole process, and it was a very tough time for everyone, and at that time, I was super into writing. Not so much anymore, which I kind of feel bad about because I do enjoy writing. Um, And I want to share that with you guys because I, and again, for me, for selfish reasons, it's like if I put this down on tape and I go back to listen to these podcasts 10 years from now, it's just going to be fucking awesome. So I just want to share that with you guys. It's kind of long. It gets really emotional. Um, So get your tissues ready so this was july 21st 2016 almost two years ago now i remember this night um i believe we had already gone no i don't think we went home already but like so my father um he suffered i think it's very common for people with brain injuries they suffer from seizures whether it's like being overtired, seizures occur. He hasn't had one in like a year and a half now because I think the medication has helped him stabilize and deal with that. But in the early stages, like he was suffering from seizures a lot. 
So like he'd be, it happened a lot when he was laying down, but then sometimes he'd be standing up and then he'd have a seizure and then he'd fall. And what would happen is like his progress would be so set back, right? From that one fall. So I believe this was, um, this was, there was an evening where I think the hospital ward was like super busy. So we weren't that confident, like not having anyone there. So I went to stay there overnight to relieve my mom. So I went to stay overnight and I was just sitting there like watching him, like still not sure what the fuck's going on, right? Because it was still very early. So I'm just going to read it. It's pretty long. I'm just going to read it straight. I won't edit anything. The accident happened on May 3rd, 2016. Or was it April? No, it was in May. It took Pops Pops a while to recover physically, but he did so at a decent speed. We were at Sunnybrook for a while, first at the critical care unit, then at the intensive care unit. Then there was the C-Wing, where we had multiple roommates. My mom has been there with him every step of the way. She is an incredibly strong woman, and I hope she is holding up okay. Sunnybrook days were tough. We were all new to this. Who's ready for something like this anyway? If you've never experienced it, you've got no clue. I'll tell you this, my family had no clue. None whatsoever. I don't remember what kind of state my dad was in in those first few weeks. He was bedridden for a long time. We watched him deteriorate before our eyes. My mother, my dear, dear mother, God bless her soul. She must have been in shock because my dad is the joy in her life. Their love is so pure. What I would do to have that kind of love that they share with each other. Anyway, it was hard to watch such a strong man lay helpless. It still is. I love the man. He has been a wonderful father and a true friend. He has supported me this whole way, and I love him dearly. I hope to impact someone's life as he has impacted mine, because my father is a joy to be around. Everybody loves him. He is cheerful but stern, loving but harsh when needed. I love this man with everything. He was so patient with me even when I was undeserving of his patience. I rebelled, I yelled, I was a dick. And yet he believed in me. He built me up and showed me how to love. My father humored my endless stream of questions. I can't help it, I have so many. Every day I had a new set of questions and every day he answered them. I asked him everything. I asked him about finances, relationships, and about the world. My father is a man of integrity, and I have an insane amount of respect for him. He's taught me how to be a good man. He's taught me how to be my own man. I hope he gets better soon. This is why, that is why I started writing in the first place. There is so much uncertainty with the brain, in, brain injury. It seems like all we can do is hope for the best. The doctors don't know that much more than we do. 
they're just in the same boat as we are, just praying, just playing it by ear, going day to day. There was one week where progress seemed to be going so well. He was walking, talking more, and even eating a little. That was before Toronto rehab. Even that seemed like it was going well for a week or two. But now we're at Toronto Western and my dad is a little rough again. There's so much to write about that I don't know how to proceed. There's Susan from the TRI, the Toronto Rehab Institute. She's so wonderful and it makes me want to cry. And the countless amount of nurses, God bless them too. Everyone seems to be taking it day by day. Some days my dad is good, some days he's exhausted and doesn't feel like talking to anyone. I can't believe it's been so long already. I don't want to think about where we'll be when he's a year in. I don't know why it only hit me the other day, but our lives will never be the same again. It saddens me deeply because we had such an extraordinarily simple life going, and I miss it so, so much. I love my life. I mean, I still do, but it's not the same anymore. It feels so good to cry sometimes. The man blessed me with such a great life. All I can do now is pass that love on to someone else, to my future wife and children. Back to the day-by-day -day thing. Some days I'm okay, but others I get really down on myself. Some days I'm busy enough to ignore the cold hard truth. Others, all I can do is do, all I can do is dwell on life and if my dad will be okay. Which reminds me of something else. When people ask me how my dad is doing, I mean they're so great for asking, but sometimes I'm just not in the mood to talk about it, and other times I am. But really, everyone has been so great and so understanding. I wish I was stronger, stronger for my dad stronger from my mom, stronger from my sister, stronger for myself. I really hope he comes out okay. I really do. I just want to be able to sit down and have conversations with him. That's all I ask for. I just want my dad back. I miss the cheeky bastard at the gym. I'm sure everyone else does too. He was doing so well in the gym and I'm glad I trained him. His physical recovery from the accident has really, really been great. <sighs> he was so strong at the time. The man was flipping tires. He was hitting the battle ropes. He was basically conquering everything I tr threw at him. It was really such a great time, and I'm so proud to have him as my dad. He's such a wonderful man. I really hope he's able to ride a motorcycle again. I don't know what he was thinking when he got his license, but I'm glad he did. After he passed his motorcycle license test, he asked me if I wanted my motorcycle license. I honestly hadn't given the idea of having a license any thought at all, but I said yes, and boy am I glad I did. The feeling of riding a motorcycle is simply amazing, it is indescribable to those who've never ridden, but amongst other riders, we know. There's no need to verbalize how great it is, we all just know. 
I kind of always knew that he would drop the bike eventually. Everyone does. It's just sad that it had to be to this extent. I personally have crashed two or three times now, but it was always just me and there were never any cars around. I hope my mother is okay. So, my dad is back at Toronto Rehab, suffering from periodic seizures. From what I read, this may be something we'll have to deal with for the rest of his life. It is very day-to-day. I hope everyone stays strong. My mom and my sister are strong, but everyone can still use more support. I've started to make Pops do some hand exercises for his right hand. I will build him up while even while he is laying in bed. You must stay strong, provide support, and be there for your family. I know you're trying to drown it out through lifting, business, and drugs, but you must be there for everyone else. Keeping, is, keeping busy is good, but don't lose sight of those that truly love you. My family, we have grown lots. This is simply another test that will allow us to grow stronger. So that was my journal entry from two years ago. I'm sorry to turn this into such an emotional thing. I just read that the other day and it made me sad, but it also fired me up because they're actually doing so much better now. I mean, it's still a rough time. Like, don't get me wrong. It's still a rough time, especially for my dad, right? But they're just doing so much better. And I wanted to share that because I think everyone deals with something similar. Whether it's a death of a family member or a serious injury or either can or even something like cancer. Um, so I just think everyone deals with something like that at some point in their lives. Like it might not have happened to you yet. Or it might have happened to you multiple times. For me personally, this is my first time. I think... I, I'm not going to say I handled it well. I really didn't. I think it took a while to really accept what was going on. And things slowly got better. And they really did get better. I know at the time it seems like... What the fuck? Is this ever going to get any better? But I wanted to share it because I think everyone deals with some kind of struggle like that. And I think that last line that I wrote was really impactful for me. Like, yeah, I'm keeping busy. And even my mom at that time, she was so wonderful. She's like... No, I don't want this to affect you and your sister's life. Just keep going. Like, just keep building what you're building. And I'll take care of my dad. And, like, I really appreciated that. But at the same time, like, that wasn't fair, right? So, 
and for a time I did really try to keep busy and like I think it was it worked but it didn't work because all I did was kind of drown out the reality of things right so I think what's important what I'm trying to say is that although it's good to stay busy I think it's really important to be there for your loved ones um whether for me it was like I wasn't I wasn't the direct caregiver I was more the caregiver for the caregiver so for me it was just supporting my mom showing up at the hospital um with a smile on my face giving her a hug sitting there talking with her listening to her so all I'm, all I'm saying is just be there for the people who really matter in your life like there are things in life that don't really matter and there are things that really matter and I think for everyone that's like the people who you love the people you love those are the people that truly matter like at the end of the day the people around you the people you care about those are the things that matter so I, th I think it's just easy to take for granted like people's presence even now that my dad has gotten better sometimes I take his presence for granted and when I read what I wrote two years ago I wrote that I just want to sit down and be able to have a conversation with him because for a time I wasn't able to do that like for a time he wasn't able to talk he wasn't able to like even walk you know so now so I remember I read that I went over to their place and I was so much more in the moment like I sat there I put my phone away and I just I concentrated on him and him being there this is just like two days ago so what I'm trying to say is I think it's important that we appreciate the people around us um, don't take it for granted I know it's really easy to take our life for granted like even right now I'm sitting out here in my backyard it's a beautiful night I'm recording this podcast like things could not things could be a lot worse a lot a lot a lot worse so I think it's just important to take a take a second and be grateful for life and this is something I try to do every day now because things can change really fast um, life changes really quick things happen so just be grateful for what you have be grateful for the people around you don't be afraid to tell them that you love them just let them know so that podcast took a really sharp turn <laughs> from the mid-year review building systems building routines into this emotional mess but i think this is another this is another system that we that i've built into my life that's the practicing gratitude um wishing happiness for other people but really practicing that gratitude on a daily basis it's really easy for us to do this every once in a while 
but I think it's super powerful if we do this on a consistent basis. Like even just throughout the day, right? Realizing how lucky we are. Oh, we're, oh, this is so crappy. I'm sitting in 40 minute traffic. Well, yeah, but at least you have a car. At least you can sit there in the comfort of your own car versus walking for four hours to get to that place or taking the transit for two hours you know so it's just like being grateful for the small things because as they say the small things are actually the big things in life with that being said i hope you guys took something away from this episode i hope i was able to share my struggles i hope i'm able to share my struggles um and I hope it's able to help you guys. I also hope that if you're in the right frame of mind for it, that you guys do that mid-year review. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend reviewing your own performance on, if not a daily basis, on a weekly basis. And just constantly acknowledging the achievements you've had and also acknowledging the things that you want to improve on. So with that being said, that's episode number 27. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your feedback. And if you ever just want to reach out and share with me your struggles, I'd love to talk. With that being said, I'll catch you all next time. Be grateful. Don't be afraid to love. Don't be afraid to take time for yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have, I believe the saying is, if you don't have water in your bucket, how will you be able to water the people around you? That's definitely not how the saying goes, but you get the point. (laughs) Oh my God, totally butchered that. Gonna end it right here. Until next time, peace.